Hey, are you looking for new and innovative ways to connect with your children? Do you want to learn how to connect with them through hip-hop, social media, and popular culture? Then look no further than my company, The Glad Dad. I'm Dion, a keynote speaker, professional development trainer, and workshop presenter. And I'm also an expert in family engagement. And I want to show you and everyone around you how to use the latest trends to connect with young people on a much deeper level. A level that will truly break down barriers and create change. By working with The Glad Dad, you'll learn how to break through the noise and meet young people where they are to connect with them on their level. You'll discover new ways to communicate, engage, and create meaningful connections that'll last a lifetime. Whether you're a parent, teacher, or youth leader, I want to teach you the strategies that'll help you connect with your kids like never before. From keynote speeches to professional development training, I got you covered. So don't wait any longer. Visit my website, DionChavis.com today to learn more about how I can help you connect with your children through hip-hop, social media, and popular culture. Your kids will thank you for it. That's right, The Glad Dad, helping adults establish positive relationships with young people. Reach out to me today and let's discuss how I can serve you and your staff. Now let's get back to the podcast. All of the talk about the government canceling student loan debt, I think it's important today to discuss the different ways that you can start saving for your child's education, as well as uh, providing some tips and strategies for maximizing your savings. And I'm also going to give eight websites that every parent should know about before their child goes to college. So, hey, y'all, what's up? What's good? Welcome to another episode of the Black People Parenting Podcast, the space where we have conversation with Black folks about raising Black children. I'm your host, family engagement educator and the glad dad, Dion Chavis. And on today's episode, I'm talking about college funds. Now, my daughter is a freshman in college, and one of the areas of parenting that I feel like I fell short in was preparing financially for her to go to college. Since she was born, I heard about ways that parents could save and should save for college. But quite frankly, I just didn't execute. When it came down to setting the money aside, I didn't execute. And I know that this is an issue that a lot of parents struggle with and also something that has been on the forefront of our minds with all of the talk about the government canceling student loan debt. I think it's important today to discuss the different ways that you can start saving for your child's education, as well as uh, providing some tips and strategies for maximizing your savings. And I'm also going to give eight websites that every parent should know about before their child goes to college. So as parents, our main objective is to provide our kids with the best possible future that we can. One way that we can do this is by saving for their college education. College costs continue to rise and without proper planning, it can be difficult to come up with the funds that are needed to pay for it. Not only will saving for college help uh, your child avoid student loan debt, but it can also open up more opportunities for them in the future. And as we all know, College ain't cheap. <laughs> the cost of college varies depending on a number of factors, such as the type of school. Is it a public school or private school? The location of the school? What program is your child studying? According to data from the College Board, the average annual cost of tuition and fees for the 2020-2021 academic year was $10,560 for a public four-year in-state school, $26,660 for uh, public four-year out-of-state schools, and $37,650 for private four-year nonprofit schools. Whew. Like I said, college ain't cheap, but that's not it. These numbers only take into account the cost of tuition and fees. 
We didn't even get into the other expenses, such as room and board, books, supplies, transportation. Uh, when we were touring colleges last year, one of the schools that accepted my daughter was out of state. And they gave her a scholarship that equaled half off of tuition, but they didn't give her anything for room and board. And the cost with that scholarship still ended up being $60,000 a year. So like I said, again, college ain't cheap. <laughs> the total cost of attendance can vary widely depending on the school and the student's individual situation. For example, a student who lives on campus is going to have a higher cost of attendance than a student who commutes from home every day, right? And it's also worth noting that these costs have been rising over the years. The College Board reported that the average annual tuition and fees for in-state students at public four-year colleges increased by 2.4% beyond inflation. And the average annual tuition and fees for private nonprofit four-year colleges increased by 1.9% beyond inflation. And I can't stress enough how important it is to research and plan ahead for the cost of colleges, college, and to make use of financial aid and scholarship information that is available to you online, right? These things help to make college more affordable. One of the things that I did when my daughter began her senior year, I created a database of scholarships that we could apply for. I kept a running list on a spreadsheet, and every time we came across a scholarship opportunity, we added it to the list. So how does one go about saving for college? especially when you are struggling to make ends meet and sometimes having to, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul, right? I think the first step that we all should take is educating ourselves on the financial vehicles that are available out there to help us. There are several different types of college saving plans available to parents, each with their own advantages and disadvantages. The first option that I'm going to discuss uh, is the 529 college savings plan. Now, these plans are sponsored by states and they offer tax advantages for the money saved. 529s are generally considered one of the best options for saving for college. One of the main benefits of a 529 plan is that the money saved in the account can be used to pay for a wide variety of educational expenses, including tuition and fees, room and board, and even certain types of computer equipment and software. Additionally, the money saved in a 529 plan can be, can be used at any eligible institution, whether it's a four-year university, a community college, or a trade school. Now, another benefit of the 529 plan is that it offers tax advantages. The money saved in a 529 plan grows tax-free, and as long as it's used for qualified educational expenses, withdrawals are also tax-free. Some states also offer uh, state tax deductions or credits for contributions to a 529 plan. It's also worth noting that there are two types of 529 plans. So jot this down. There's the prepaid tuition plans, and then there's also the college savings plans. So the prepaid tuition plans allow you to purchase credits or units at participating colleges and universities at today's price. Yesterday's price is not today's price, right? While college savings plans allow you to save money for an investment account and use it to pay for college expenses in the future. Now, when it comes to drawbacks for a 529 plan, one of them, I think, is that the money saved must be used for educational expenses. You can't use it for anything else. Otherwise, the withdrawals will be subject to taxes and penalties. So if you have some sort of family emergency and you decide that you need to withdraw those funds from the 529 account, you're going to be taxed and penalized. Additionally, there may be limits to the amount of money that you can contribute to a 529 plan each year. But you also want to check with your financial advisor to get more information 
on that. But overall, a 529 plan is a great way to save money for your child's college education. It offers tax advantages, flexibility, and it can be used to pay for a wide range of educational expenses. It's important to research and compare the different plans, though, that are available in your state and consider the fees, the investment options, and other features before you make a uh, decision on the 529 plan. Another option that you may want to look into, it's the Coverdale Education Savings Account or ESA. These accounts offer tax advantages that are similar to a 509 plan, but with more flexibility in terms of the investment options. So the funds can be used for the same educational expenses as a 529 plan, but also the money saved in a Coverdale ESA can be used at any eligible institution. Again, whether it's a four-year university, uh, a community college, trade school, but also a private uh, elementary or secondary schools are also eligible. Another benefit of a Coverdale ESA is that it offers tax advantages. The money saved in that ESA account grows tax-free, and as long as as long as it is used for qualified educational expenses, uh, withdrawals are also tax-free. However, it's worth noting that the contributions to the Coverdale ESA are not tax deductible. Now, on the flip side of that. The Coverdale ESA has income limits for contributors. If the contributor's income exceeds certain limits, they're no longer eligible to contribute. Also, uh, there's a, a, a contribution limit of $2,000 per year per beneficiary, which may not be enough uh, for some families, especially when you're looking at the cost of college and how much college costs. $2,000 a year, just it might not be enough, right? Uh, in terms of investment options, hey, are you looking for new and innovative ways to connect with your children? Do you want to learn how to connect with them through hip hop, social media, and popular culture? Then look no further than my company, The Glad Dad. I'm Dion, a keynote speaker, professional development trainer, and workshop presenter. And I'm also an expert in family engagement. And I want to show you and everyone around you how to use the latest trends to connect with young people on a much deeper level, a level that will truly break down barriers and create change. By working with The Glad Dad, you'll learn how to break through the noise and meet young people where they are to connect with them on their level. You'll discover new ways to communicate, engage, and create meaningful connections that'll last a lifetime. Whether you're a parent, teacher, or youth leader, I want to teach you the strategies that'll help you connect with your kids like never before. From keynote speeches to professional development training, I got you covered. So don't wait any longer. Visit my website, DionChavis.com today to learn more about how I can help you connect with your children through hip-hop, social media, and popular culture. Your kids will thank you for it. That's right, The Glad Dad, helping adults establish positive relationships with young people. Reach out to me today and let's discuss how I can serve you and your staff. Now let's get back to the podcast. Coverdale ESA typically offers a wider range of investment options than a 529 savings plan. That allows account holders to tailor their investments to uh, their own risk tolerance and their investment goals, right? Your neighbor's uh, risk tolerance and your neighbor's goal may not be yours. But overall, that Coverdale uh, ESA account, it's a great way to save for educational expenses, including college costs. Uh, it also offers tax advantages. Flex, there's flexibility. They can be used to, uh, just like the 529, can be used for a wide range of educational expenses. But it's a good idea to compare uh, the features and the investment options of a Coverdale ESA with those of a 529 to determine which one uh, fits your family's needs. Also, you can consider opening a UGMA or UTMA 
custodial account. Now, these accounts allow you to save money for your child's education, but the child will have control of the money once they reach a certain age. One of the main benefits of the UGMA or UTMA custodial accounts is that they are relatively easy to set up, right? They're easy to manage and there's no income limits or contribution limits. Additionally, the money that's saved in these accounts can be used for any purpose, any reason, including education, and the money saved can be used at any eligible institution, whether it's a four-year university, a community college, trade school, whatever, uh, you can use the money from the UGMA, UTMA account there. Uh, these custodial accounts also uh, are considered as the child's assets, and they may have less impact on the child's financial aid eligibility when it's time for them to start applying for financial aid. However, there are some drawbacks to the UGMA, UTMA custodial accounts. One of the main drawbacks for some folks is that the child will have control of the money once they reach either the age of 18 or 21, depending on the state. Now, as a parent, you may not want your child to be able to control that money until they're a little bit older, right? Or until you feel like they have reached a certain level of responsibility. This means that the child can use the money for any purpose, not just education. Uh, additionally, these accounts are considered as the child's assets, so they could be uh, subjected to taxes and penalties. Uh, in terms of investment options, the UGMA, UTMA custodial, custodial accounts typically offer a wide range of investment options, kind of like a brokerage account. However, it's important to note that the custodian or the person who's managing the account uh, has a duty to invest the assets in the account in the best interest of the child. Now, overall, these custodial accounts are a flexible way to save money for a child's education or for other expenses that might come up. But it's important to consider the drawbacks before opening an account. It's also a good idea to consult with a fiduciary to determine if a, UG, if a UGMA or UTMA custodial account is the best choice for your family's needs. Uh, saving for college, it, it can be challenging, right? especially if you have other financial obligations. However, there are several strategies that I think you can put in place to maximize your savings. One of the things that I think we can do is to start early because the earlier you start saving, the more time that your money has to grow. The power of compound interest means that even small contributions made early on can add up significantly over time. You can also save consistently. You can start early, but also save consistently. Even small contributions can add up over time. Consider setting up an automatic draft to your college savings plans account uh, just to make it easy on you so you can stay on track with your savings goals. You can also look for uh, ways to save on college costs. Consider in-state schools, community college, online programs. Uh, all those things can be used to save on tuition. Also, research and apply for scholarships and grants and other financial aid programs that can help make college more affordable for your child because that's the goal like how can we make this uh, college experience more affordable how can we make it as inexpensive as we possibly can for our child to get higher education uh, but also take advantage of tax benefits if you're using uh, a college savings plan such as the 529 or such as the covered esa make sure to take advantage of the tax benefits that are available to you you can use tax advantage account right such as the I, a, Roth, a Roth IRA or a health savings account to help save for college expenses. So there are lots of ways out there that you can save and lots of ways, lots of vehicles out there that you can use, but you have to just familiarize and educate yourself on these things. But also make sure you're investing wisely. Consider that the investment options that are available to you in these college plans and choose the investments that align with your risk tolerance and your investment goals. I can, cannot overstate that. Like you have to choose what works for you and choose what works for the goals that you and your family are establishing. But also consider other options such as a home equity loan. That's a possibility. A parent loan. Uh, those things can be also used to help pay for 
college expenses. But I think the most important thing that you can do is have a plan, right? Just make sure you have a plan in place for how you are going to pay for college expenses and not wait to the last minute to see what's going to be covered and what's not going to be covered. Have something in place before your child starts the process of looking at colleges. Uh, it's important to remember that saving for college, it's a long-term process. And the most important thing is to start saving as early as possible and be consistent with your contributions. It's also important to research different options and find the one that works best. Consult with your financial advisor for personalized advice because they're going to help you to uh, structure your savings plan the way that it should be to suit your family. I've also got eight websites for you uh, that I think every parent should uh, check out if they're in the process uh, of planning for college. The first is the College Board. This organization, they offer a wide range of information and resources on college planning, including college search tools, information on financial aid and scholarships, test prep resources and more. You can find them at collegeboard.org. Also, I think the most important website has got to be for the FAFSA, the free application for federal student aid. This is the form that families need to fill out in order to apply for federal uh, financial aid for college. Uh, studentaid.gov is where you can find that anything that you apply for in terms of college, they're going to ask for information on your FAFSA. Uh, also, the college plan, I'm sorry, the college savings plans network, collegesavings.org. They give you detailed information on all of the college plans. Uh, also, check out scholarships.com. This is a site that will allow you to search for scholarships. They have a database of scholarships and grants that could be available to you and your child based on the specific qualifications and interests that your child has. Uh, the College Affordability and Transparency Center, uh, they provide information on college affordability, including tuition costs, financial aid, and all of those things that you need for specific college and colleges and universities. You can find them at collegecost.ed.gov. Also, FinAid is a website that provides a wealth of information on financial aid, including scholarships, grant opportunities, student loan information, and information on other types of financial aid. Check them out at finaid.org. Uh, also, then there's the College Navigator, which is a site that gives information on uh, colleges and universities, including the enrollment data, the tuition costs, the financial aid information. Find them at ncesedgovernor slash college navigator. Then there's the College Admissions and Financial Aid Calculator by Advisors. Now, they offer calculators and tools, including college savings calculators, net price calculators, financial aid calculators, and more. You can find them at www.advisors.com slash tools. Okay. Now, saving for your child's college education, it is an important step in ensuring their future success. By understanding the different college savings options that are available and using strategies to maximize your savings, you can give your child the gift of a college education without breaking the bank. If you have any tips, if you have, if I missed anything, feel free to drop them in the comments. We all can get this information. Also, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find and follow Black People Parenting on all social media platforms and find me as well uh, at Glad Dad Dion over on IG, all right? That's it. I'll highlight you all on the next episode of Black People Parenting. I appreciate you checking it out. Peace. Hey, are you looking for new and innovative ways to connect with your children? Do you want to learn how to connect with them through hip hop, social media, and popular culture? Then look no further than my company, The Glad Dad. I'm Dion, a keynote speaker, professional development trainer, and workshop presenter. And I'm also an expert in family engagement. And I want to show you and everyone around you how to use the latest trends to connect with young people on a much deeper level, a level that will truly break down barriers and create change. 
By working with the Glad Dad, you'll learn how to break through the noise and meet young people where they are to connect with them on their level. You'll discover new ways to communicate, engage, and create meaningful connections that'll last a lifetime. Whether you're a parent, teacher, or youth leader, I want to teach you the strategies that'll help you connect with your kids like never before. From keynote speeches to professional development training, I got you covered. So don't wait any longer. Visit my website, DionChavis.com today to learn more about how I can help you connect with your children through hip-hop, social media, and popular culture. Your kids will thank you for it. That's right, the Glad Dad, helping adults establish positive relationships with young people. Reach out to me today and let's discuss how I can serve you and your staff. Now let's get back to the podcast.